If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Belle. Belle, man, how are you doing tonight, sir? I am doing Flash-tastic. Oh, that's good, man. (laughs) Belle, can I ask you a question? I want to ask you this question to start things off tonight. You ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. Do you spend time with your family? I did when I watched this episode. Ah, there you go. <laughs> I, I mean, never... we could have also hit it with a little... Family Matters theme song. Oh, that did not sound like Family Matters. What are you, that, was, that was perfect. What are you talking about? That was like... No, that, that was... I nailed it. You're like in the wrong key. I, I, Mike, Mike, hit him with a little Family Matters. I, I, I'm hearing the song in my head, and it's not what you, you you sang the like you know the, the version of it when they're trying to play it, but they don't want to get sued for playing it. I, I I did not. The listener has just heard the real thing, and they are so confused because they think I just did it a third time, not realizing they were listening to the real thing. That's how on point it was. <laughs> you keep thinking that. I will. All right, man. We got a great show that we're going to be talking about tonight. I don't know if the episode that we're talking about is all that great, but this is going to be a great episode, a great podcast. Uh, for y'all to enjoy. And uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a blast. First of all, I want to thank all of those who are making this podcast happen over at patreon.com slash TV talk. Uh, great stuff over there, including access to our discord, the inner circle, if you will. If you want to join that, head over to patreon.com slash TV talk to learn more. Bell, we do have an episode to talk about. You ready for this? Let's do it. All right, man. Let's jump into the rundown. The, the rundown. <laughs> episode 10 of season seven. Family Matters, Part 1, directed by Philip Shafira and story by Lauren Barnett and Emily Palizzi. Bell, what happened this episode? Well, just to preface here, um, anytime you hear my voice inflect that I'm doing uh, uh, air quotes, know that I am indeed doing the air quotes as you hear it. You'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. Nora, reasons with Dion, Psych attacks billionaires, and Iris learns that Psych is Bashir Adil Malik a former rich kid who was abandoned by both his adoptive and biological parents, and that his former friends are the billionaires that he was attacking. Kramer returns to CCPD and asks Joe to bring in Barry to discuss metahuman transfers after getting information that Rainbow Raider went missing. Barry, Cisco, and Caitlin train Alexa to control Fuerza, though Barry's overdetermination to have Fuerza fight Sight results in her injuring Cisco and becoming demotivated. Caitlin gives her device to communicate with Fuerza like she did with Frost. Camilla has been job hunting in Miami, and Cisco confides his fear of not doing more with his career to her. After Kramer creates bullets containing the metahuman cure with the governor's approval, Cecile advises Joe that if Kramer is to stop her hunt, she must do so on her own. Joe resigns from the CCPD, wanting to remain righteous. Later, Fuerza defends Barry from Psyche, and Barry reveals to him that his friends had started a fund in his name, and Barry convinces him to come to Star Labs. Dion and Nora 
later appear at Star Labs, where Dion freezes Barry in time and Nora zaps Iris, Alexa, and Bashir. Dun, dun, dun. Alright, I want to start off with what I think is the most compelling and, shall we say, challenging, if not controversial, statement in this entire episode. Alright. I, I want to challenge something that we heard, okay? And I, I hate to start this off on this note, but I, I feel like I must. Alright. Okay. Is Miami really known for its mojitos? You know, I don't know. I thought it was known for its like Cubano sandwiches and and like I don't know, like a lot of other things other than its mojitos. Like mojitos? Is that like like is Miami a mojito town? Is that is that really is mojitos? Mojitos are great. Don't get me wrong. I love mojitos, but I mean, like I did, I never like, associate mojitos with Miami or Miami with mo- mojitos. Yeah, like you know, a mint julep, Kentucky. You know, yeah, sure, mm-hmm. makes sense. Like I get that. Um, um. Uh, um, I'm thinking of other drink associations and I can't, uh, but you know, those as well, <laughs> but <laughs> mojitos in Miami. Yeah. There, there's a lot of other things that I would associate with Miami. Um, probably things that wouldn't be appropriate to, uh, mention on a CW show. <laughs> yeah, it's partying in the city where the heat is on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, the big, no, yeah, like, you know, it's great. It's great. Copious amounts of, um, not drugs. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, fair enough. Point is, I just don't, I, I, the mojitos thing I thought was was interesting. Yeah, of course, this is this conversation happened because of what's going on with uh, Cisco and Camilla. They are in fact leaving Central City, but they don't quite know where they're going to go. Miami's thrown out there. We're seeing that Cisco's kind of wrestling with a sense of like purpose, and this has been a constant irritation for him for a couple of years now, as he's been trying to figure out his place in the world. In many ways, he's actually kind of come to a full evolution of his character. He, he gave up his powers, but then kind of reclaimed his superhero-ness by becoming Mecha Vibe. And, and, you know, we even see in this episode where he uh, straps on the gauntlets and he's ready, ready to throw down at a, at a moment's notice. He's, he's looking for that purpose. Now, this is a man that has created some of the, like, the biggest super science that has powered not just one, but several metahumans. In fact, the entire Justice League has some sort of Cisco tech working behind the scenes for them across the entire DC TVU. I mean, like, to say that he doesn't have purpose or is a little lost, it might seem a little bizarre, but at the same time, once you've reached that peak, where else is there to go? I, I think in some regards... It, it makes a little bit of sense that Cisco is trying to figure out where he wants to go next, despite the fact that he does have all of these irons and all these pots. In many respects, his work is done and, and it's ready. It's time for something new. But what is that new thing? And that's what I want to toss to you, Bell. Well, I don't know. But, you know, he mentioned his dream that he had when Psych, you know, whammied mm. him. And it, it was him sitting at Star Labs working there and nobody else had moved on. I think actually what it was is he was the butter robot from Rick and, Rick and Morty. <laughs> and... <laughs> Right. Or Rick Wells told him that his purpose was to pass butter and <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or to work at Star Labs or something. Do I don't you know. Do? Yeah. You, you pass butter. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that, that's what popped in my head when I, when I saw that scene. It was just like Cisco as a little robot. Okay. Fair enough. So, I mean, he's tech support, but he's tech support for the Justice League. I mean, that's, that's not nothing. Yeah. You know, I, you know, that, that was the line that he said where he has like 7,000 jobs he can apply for or whatever. And like, that's what I don't understand. Like, if I had the knowledge and expertise and, and just genius that he did, I don't think I'd be having this existential crisis about what to do with my life. Like, you could do, literally do anything. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's about he, what he could go cure cancer. 
he cured metahuman stuff. Like that is true. Well, that's the other thing too, right? We've seen his talents used for for ill, uh, and he's seen his talents used for. Ill. In fact, you know, we we we're left with kind of this mysterious moment of him getting an email from uh, from Argus. I'm I'm starting to wonder if, in fact, we're going to see him essentially become a, maybe an agent of Argus or something of that nature. Uh, I don't see. I don't see him becoming an agent or a sidekick or something like i think what he wants maybe is to be a head honcho mm. and not like just another grunt or whatever if you will right so like if he's going to go on to argus it's going to be like director of argus or now something. that's interesting what if we actually saw him launch off to start his very own team vibe so that when he comes back like maybe he's got a you know a whole uh, a team of d-list dc characters that are like supporting him <laughs> I don't know about that so much. I don't know. Like, I don't I don't see him maybe superheroing much more or or if he does do something, it'll be superhero adjacent. Mm. Like, you know, he'll start up, uh, you know, a Palmer tech equivalent or or something like that. And mm. like maybe assist the D.E.O., which I think was destroyed. And, you know, like facilitate. <laughs> so, so basically do all the stuff that he's doing, but now he's getting paid for. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He, yeah. He, he's, he's, he's making, you know, he's calling the shots. He's building the tech. He's doing all kind of stuff. Like, you know, he's just not like an underling anymore. It's just, it's just, he's doing it for his, for himself. I mean, remember that like five seconds that we saw his, uh, his condo, like that one episode. I mean, like, you know, Star Labs is paying, paying some stuff. I'm assuming that's all coming from Barry's trust fund because like, what does Star Labs do? How do they make money? Well, they they, t- they destroy the skyline of Central City by never patching up their building. That's that's one. <laughs> yeah, thing. How how is the city not giving them like an, an ordinance for code violation for that yet? Well, they have some sort of agreement because they're doing a lot of like research and development for the CCPD, and of course the CCPD on notice this week because of course we've seen Joe trying to be a good cop in a bad cop world. And ultimately deciding he is going to stand against the CCPD, turning in his badge and walking away where, you know, so I'm, I'm curious, do you think that we're going to see a, a potential team flash versus the CCPD? It, I, I, that was kind of the feeling that I got, not just Joe turning in his badge, but even like that set, even the set and kind of the background, all of a sudden it seemed as though we were establishing a line that was not just for Joe, but potentially for, for the show as a whole. Yeah. My, my guess is that what we're going to see on there is that there's going to be a, maybe not like a mass exodus kind of thing, but like, you know, some cops saying I'm not doing this, this is wrong and following Joe. And then some cops being like meta humans are bad. I, I mean like, no, that, that could be the case. That could be the case. But then there's the question of to what end we, where do we kind of go from there? I think the the ultimate end result of that is a confrontation of ooh, the Joe force versus the police force. No, not not necessarily the police force, but like Joe versus Kramer, Joe's ideology versus Kramer's. So so it's basically lawful good versus lawful evil, right? Hmm. That's what I'm seeing here is that Joe's lawful good, Kramer's lawful evil. She's she's doing everything right. by the book, but like her the way about doing things is 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 like evil, and so like I think what it'll take is her coming to an understanding about metahumans in a way that brings her over to the side of good. Because that's the thing. It's like, I don't think Joe being a lawful good person will fight her on that outside of the bounds of the law. That he's always been about that, about doing things the right way and not doing things, you know, the vigilante ish kind of like 
Yeah, but he's also, I mean, he's looked the other way several times for the vigilantes to do what they need. Like, I mean, again, I mean, we we commented on it a ton in season one and the early seasons about how, you know, all of the, all the bad guys that are being kept in the basement. (laughs) I was just kind of like, well, yeah, but you can change alignment, right? Like, I think, and plus Joe wasn't, uh, you know. He wasn't a captain then. <laughs> These meta humans have rights. Oh, now they have rights, Joe. Oh, now they have rights. <laughs> yeah, and, but but that's but that's the thing. He wasn't the captain then. He wasn't the guy making the rules. That's right. No, that's a good point. And, that's a really and good yeah, point. and so all that kind of stuff. So I think it'll be an ideological war or an ideological battle between Joe and Kramer that's going to happen there. Like, and, and I, I halfway expected when it, the scene when Joe's walking out of the CCPD, like all the other cops to like stand on the desk and say like, "Oh, captain, my captain," and like throw their badges down and follow him. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happened. Joe has a heartfelt speech with the CCPD and Kramer, and then they all join his side, and then she realizes she's alone, and then maybe that makes her realize, I don't know. It could be. Do you see Joe coming back? That's that's the question that I, I'm wondering, is at the end of this plotline, are we seeing Joe coming back? Are we actually seeing kind of the conclusion of Joe's character arc? He's been kind of a side character this season. Yeah. And that's been the case, you know, for, for you know, a couple of years now. And so I wonder if like this is kind of the full on conclusion of Joe, like CCPD Joe, and he's going to just kind of be that occasional paternal type show up and give a Joe here and there. I, I don't think you know. I don't think he I don't think he's just done this yet. I think that's in the future for him, definitely. Um, but I think he's got to have a final confrontation with Kramer. Yeah. And that has to be resolved. The center of that is obviously going to going to be Killer Frost. My guess is it's going to be a release of Killer Frost is going to be kind of a whatever the kind of that cathartic showdown the outcome is. My guess is that Joe does not come back to the CCPD, but but Killer Frost is going to going to walk free. I, I don't know. I, I maybe maybe walk free. Um, maybe there'll be a moment in like the very first X Men animated series moment where like Magneto tries to break Beast out of prison and he like tears the walls down and Beast just stays there. Oh yeah. Yeah, like I, I could, I could totally see them doing that with Killer Frost. Like, you know, have, have somebody try to like Frost. We need you. Got to break out. And she's like, she's sitting there. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm not leaving. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm serving my time. Like, this is no. But Beast was released. Like, that's the thing. I think it's going to be more about like later on in that season when Beast, Beast was released and it was all you know done by the book, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legally uh, vindicated. And so I think that's what we're going to get. And at the end of the throwdown between Joe and Kramer. I, I could see something like that, but I think it would be cool to kind of see a Killer Frost Beast first animated X-Men. We kind of got that, though, right? Because they tried to bust her out, and that's like pretty much exactly what happened. Well, they, they, they tried to prevent her from going to jail, and she was like, no, nah, I'm doing it. I guess that's fair. All right. Well, you know, we'll see what ends up happening here. Yeah. So th- those are kind of our, our side plot lines. But of course, this is all about the family matters. This is spending time with your family. The family force is here. Uh, but before we talk about that, let's talk about some awesome things that happened this episode. So, so we got, uh, references to previous characters that we haven't seen in years. Patty was in this episode. Malfoy was in this episode. Rainbow freaking Raider. Correction. Their pictures were in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. I was about and, to say. And got some name drops, but I mean, no, that was, that was great. Why? Why did they do that? That's great. But why did they do that? I don't know. Maybe to, to make us remember how awesome Patty was. Uh, I mean, like all these characters. I mean, Malfoy was great. You know, he's fine. Yeah, Malfoy was cool. I mean, like he wasn't anybody's favorite character, but he wasn't bad character. They're not bringing him back. I mean, for sure. Like, I don't think they're bringing Patty back. I don't think Patty would come back based on. Well, why did they throw Rainbow Raider in? So this Rainbow is my Raider question. makes sense because he's a rogue and he and he 
it would make sense for him to come back and, and be a Flash villain. Yo, I get that, but that's my point. Patty and Malfoy aren't coming back. Does that mean that Rainbow Raider's not coming back? Did we get the death of Rainbow Raider just by this name drop? What, what, so what, what did he, he said it was a prisoner transfer and then he went missing or something like that? What did you say? I'm trying know. to remember exactly what happened to Rainbow Raider. Like, he wasn't in the pipeline and then, you know, another villain killed him or something, right? Like, because, you know... Flash villains in the in the first couple seasons would you know Barry wouldn't kill him mind you but they would end up dying at a at a pretty pretty uh, alarming <laughs> slipped rate. on a banana peel that's that's the thing they either slipped on a banana peel and died uh, or Oliver would show up for two seconds and go stabby stabby or they'd get locked up in the basement it was not it, it, you know there were there were legit consequences for being a supervillain in Central City yeah yeah <laughs> to be sure Rainbow Raider though has always been we have maintained this since he first showed up as a potential like you know. The, he he and his story and or rather his power set and the way it was kind of utilized really provided some potentially interesting opportunities and it seems like that's a storyline they don't want to necessarily revisit and yet they throw him out at us to kind of remind us hey remember rainbow raider maybe but here's my thing with that rainbow raider you know, his whole thing is colors and kind of the, the color spectrum. Back then, we speculated that perhaps they were going to tie the kind of his control of the color spectrum and tie that into kind of the emotional spectrum and, and ties to Blackest Night and Green Lantern and, and that sort of thing. Uh, however, given the fact that this season, there's been so much emphasis put on color of lightning, I wonder if we're getting a tease of Rainbow Raider, not to just throw him out with Patty and Malfoy, but to be like, oh, hey, remember Rainbow Raider? He, he might be making a comeback. What if we're going to get Rainbow Raider returning and it's going to play directly into the reveal of what's really going on with these forces? Because this episode, it was acknowledged that Psyche is not, this is not a red color that is around Psyche. There's a definitive red lightning out there and it is not what's dealing with Psyche. Cisco even called his is uh tentacles the magenticles <laughs> and if he's got magenticles that means that we are acknowledging like the color scheme that we are working with here and it is not red it is not off red he is magenta he is the magenta force and he is us- utilizing the magenticles of the psych magenta force for sure that is that is it's, it's so confusing though because Fuerza is blue right and and dion is green Right. And um, Magenticals is magenta. <laughs> right. Psych, obviously. Nora still uses all three lightnings that we've seen thus far, right? She uses red, she uses yellow, she uses blue. Green was a lightning that we saw in the... Right, the but I'm saying, I'm saying every time Nora uses her powers, it's always right. all three of them. Red, yellow, blue. None, none of the others. Right. None of the others. So we're not really seeing... I mean, I guess I guess Fuerza gets a little lightning in her face, but Psych doesn't. Well... Dion doesn't. Dion has time particles. And so I don't know. I'm Mm. still confused as to why they stuck with the lightning motif. I I mean, like I maintain since the beginning or since the, you know, quote unquote, beginning of this season slash the end of last season slash episode three of this season, because it's all confusing. But I maintain that they ended last season having no clue what they wanted to do. And that's why we got like this, the, the weird, like, here's a bunch of colored lightnings. And maybe they wanted to do something with the force, but it clearly wasn't very thought out at that point. It was just kind of like, well, let's just punt the ball to next year and hope that there's not a global pandemic. That's my assumption. And maybe that's a little more negative than I prefer to be on this podcast, a little bit more accusational. But I mean, like, it seemed a little bit like unexciting of a cliffhanger. You know, perhaps 
we missed out on what we should have gotten. And there was going to be a much bigger cliffhanger. It Maybe. A, it wasn't great. But you're right. So, we, But we do see that there are different kind of colors at play. And so it could be that maybe that was the case. Maybe they used red, but then they kind of changed their mind. And they're like, well, we want to use it in this different way. So we're going to make Psyche uh, more of a magenta and kind of hope that nobody notices. Well, it, hold on, though. His color has always been that color since he's been introduced. Exactly. But yeah, the ambiguity yeah. there is that we saw green, red, blue, and then yellow lightning. Right. And green, Dion, obviously. Red, the assumption was magenta, right? Right. And like the, 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 other, the other lightnings correlate to a force. But it's just a little ambiguous as to like, okay, was that red lightning or was that magenta lightning? I don't think, I mean, I think it was, I think it was very specifically red lightning. And I think that the magenta, I think the fact that we're acknowledging the, you know, the magenta of psych is an implication that there, there is something more at play. I think it ties directly into what our ongoing speculation has been that Nora is, is Eobar at all along. And so I'm thinking that's, that's, I, dude, I don't know. Now, is she like, I, th- th- this whole episode, she could be Godspeed. Maybe. I mean, that, that, that's kind of making more sense to me. The, the only reason I'm saying that is because like, you know, after I saw the thing on the end of last episode when she did the the knifey hand, the Eobard knifey hands to Dion, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, hashtag confirmed Eobard all along, winky Agatha face. Right. I just think they're just doing that. Screw this. I really do. I, th- I think that's a red herring. They always throw us red herrings and the fans want to see Eobard perhaps maybe as as much as we do. Yeah. And I, I'm starting to think that maybe that's a red herring. I mean, maybe maybe Godspeed makes more sense. I don't know. I mean, like like I said, it could be Godspeed. I think that that's a possibility. We might be seeing the birth of Godspeed throughout all of this. Uh, it could be, you know, I, 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 it's it's hard to say. I'm still of the camp that 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 she's Eobard, or at least that Red Lightning is somehow connected with. I'll with give you that. Eobard. But we'll 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 see what ends up yeah. happening there. Uh, all right, we got to talk about these these forces. Dude, I'm done. I'm done with the parent narrative. It it's weird. Oh, yeah. I told you. I told you last week. I was like, they're about to double they down did, hard they on did. that. And, and it was so weird this whole time. All of them are people that existed before this. Yeah, they, it's like they can't figure out whether or not they're people, and they have their lives and like all these. Oh, you screwed me over several years. Oh, hi, mom. Hi, sis. Like, ah, we exist because of yeah. But but then where I'm going to pretend like I'm this person, but then I'm also going to pretend like I'm a force. Like it, would, like, it, would, it would make way more sense if they had zero memory of anything about anything before exactly yeah and and so that 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 was my uh internal sort of like justification of it and where i was going in my head canon and then we have freaking psych showing up that he's bashir adil malik and he has a history and he has a past and all yep. of this stuff and yeah it's like it was, it was ambiguous yeah. uh with uh with fuerza a little bit Dion, it kind of wasn't because he was a guy who existed in the 90s, peaked in the 90s. But then, they, yeah, they, they just totally confirmed that, yeah, these, these were people before they got empowered by the forces. And so why are they referring to Barry and Iris as their parents and each other as siblings? See, that's the thing. It makes no sense. You got to you got to pick a lane here. You know, like that, that it just it's so it's, it's weird. all over the place. It's very strange and it's hard to care. Like there's a lot of, you know, it, with when they were doing the parenting nor the uh, story with Nora, it meant more because that was actually their daughter. You know what I mean? Like that was actually like a character, and these char- and then the forces are like these weird amalgam characters that are these forces of nature, but also these people, but also their kids, and it's just oh, it's it's a yeah. mess. And you don't care about any of them. And I, I hate to say it, like you know, the, I think I think the turtle, um, <laughs> the turtle three, <laughs> a, 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 
the still force is a really cool concept as a potential like big bad like why this is being like like why this concept is being used as a like a sidekick to nora is is unfortunate that is a a waste of a waste of a character and a concept in my opinion then you got Psyche and Fuerza bickering like brother and sister and, and like identifying with each other as such, even though we're still seeing them also identifying their regular life uh, or, or their pre-force life, if you will. And it's it just you, you, it's mm, it's a yeah. mess. It is a mess, man. It really. And none of us were creatively all like none of us were creatively functional during the pandemic. OK, like the reality is, is like I'm not like trying to just absolutely, you know, slash up this show or anything like that. And that's one of the things that I've been very frustrated about is that a lot of the fan community for the flash has turned hard against the flash. And because this season has not been great, but y'all, what did you do? That was so great this last past year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like nobody had the creative juice. I painted 2000 points of uh, a Warhammer army, like fully painted. I I've never had a fully painted Warhammer army. My entire i don't know 20 odd years of gaming and i have a fully painted 2000 point dark angels army that's so. a little bit different than like coming up with like stories and plot lines and and trying like i'm just saying man like this covid was <laughs> yeah there, there, there's zero parallel COVID but. <laughs> was a creativity killer man it was and like and i think that we're, we're we are suffering you know as a as, as i mean it, it seems you know i don't want to be flippant about and use that word in this in this in this way but the reality is is that you know, we're, we're not seeing the best of the creative team here. And I don't think it's because we have a bad creative team. I think it's because we we're dealing with what came out of COVID and you know, it's not great. Well, you it's know, yeah. Like a lot of times that, you know, you'll, you'll hear it said like the best way to get uh, really creative work out of people is to give them limitations to work around. And uh, I feel like that's true for the most part. And, but I feel like the, the COVID limitations that they had to deal with, take that to the next level. And so it's, you know, it's one thing where you'd be like, yeah, we have all these restrictions. We got to do this stuff. Okay, this will be, oh, that's going to be really interesting. Then it's like, oh, wait, we can't do any of that because people have to be in the same room together and we can't do that. You know? <laughs> well, and I don't even think it's that. I really do think, because it's not just about the, how are we going to shoot this? With with all due respect, these are just bad ideas. Like, this is just bad ideas and the way in which they all flow. Like, there needs to be, like, some stuff, like, cut, like, things need to be kind of more streamlined choose a lane with kind of the, the direction you want to go with these forces make the forces not people yeah or, or or you know you go kind of one way or the other make the forces people but not like the children of the and, and iris or make them make them or if all you're gonna go that route, people then, yeah. you know because like nora was dead and now she's mm. alive make them all dead people who have now been you know chosen and reanimated or whatever i don't know yeah it's it's uh it's rough it's yeah rough. And so we'll we'll see what ends up happening. I, I will say in relation to Psych dealing with like killing off the billionaires, I, I did love the fact that like his like line to like torture that one billionaire was, can I pick your brain? Because that's like every billionaire has heard that a million times. <laughs> and I think that's great. Have you, have, you seen those, have you seen those tweets at Elon Musk where it's like, hey, Elon, I have this really neat idea, but I don't want to you know reply to it and in twitter will you please dm me so i can tell you my brilliant idea <laughs> right, yeah. that's rough anyway all right well there you go that's that's all the negativity that i want to put into this because i mean like you know there is i do think that that there's a lot of love a lot of love that we have for the show obviously there's a lot a lot of potential i think still in the series i think it, it has the op it has the opportunity to close out strong and i think that's what kind of our hope is for 
the next season or future seasons of this show. But for now, we, we are dealing with a bit of a rough, rough season. It'll be interesting to see whether or not they can stick the landing. It can only go up from here. That's that's my mindset at the moment. I mean, you know, because because right, because like, you know, I, I was I was expecting there to be like a force team up against Nora with Barry and all the forces fighting her. But th- I don't that doesn't seem likely now that she's either killed, probably not killed because Iris is there. Iris can't be dead unless Barry's able to reanimate her. And then if she's back alive, there's no reason they couldn't reanimate the rest of them. Because they did it to Fuerza before. I think what's going to happen is we're going to get Nora and Bart are going to show up and be like, stop calling them their kids. We're your kids. These, these are randos. You don't know them. <laughs> you, you just you just met these people like days ago. They have their own histories and you're just, you know. We are your children. Yeah. Stop this. We are your real children. <laughs> you didn't even adopt these people. They're your age. Some of them are older than you. Come on. One of them is your mother, not your daughter. Like, it's weird. <laughs> oh, oh man. yeah. Right. There you go. Oh, by the way, Caitlin, also in this episode. Yeah. I think I think actually we should we should say Allegra also in this episode. I think she had one line. No, Allegra. Uh, oh, was Allegra in this episode? Yeah, Allegra was in this episode. She she had the one oh, line. Oh, poor Allegra. See, she, that's what, she's the new Caitlin. Yeah, she's the new Caitlin. <laughs> I hate to say it. Oh, man. All right, Caitlin and Allegra. Also in this episode. Also in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> speedster speculation speedster speculation man all right so at the very end nora shows up she zaps she gets all zappy and then she she rolls away so first of all uh, a what, what just happened b doesn't matter and c and this is really kind of where my speculation is why iris that's the most interesting one of them all like not barry right but iris so we speculated recently that Barry was the speed force. But I'm starting to realize that I don't actually think that's true anymore. Think it's Iris? I think it's Iris. Hmm. I think Iris is the speed force. And I think that's the answer to all of our questions about like, why, why are they people? And why are they also but, forces? Why don't they just pick a lane? Maybe the whole goal of this is for Iris to become the speed force. So that Barry is essentially married to the speed force. And then, no, kind of, you know, like, that makes it weirder, dude, because, th- Oh, I think it makes it way weirder. Yes. For a lot of reasons. But I think that's what, like the fact that it makes it weirder doesn't negate this, the, the possibility this, of that. This whole case. like, you know, Oh, Barry and Iris are the father of these forces, father and mother of these forces. And now, Iris is the mother of Barry and also who's her brother, brother who is also (laughs) married to him. Like, I no, Uh no concept. Cool. Yes. As long as you just just rip out all of that, like family stuff. So, so weird. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a fan because the lightning rod aspect of Iris. Well, like lightning, like lightning rod. And then that evolving into her being the speed force. I like that concept. I do. I just don't like it how they've. Well, see, I don't like I see I don't like that because the whole concept of the lightning rod is that, that she keeps him grounded and and kind of from becoming like she's his connection point, but not the connection point to the speed force his connection point to like reality the ground. To, to the world to humanity yeah. like and so I think that there's you know, you kind of go in a very opposite direction, which is fine. I mean, the show has often done that, but regardless. I, I do wonder that since everybody was zapped, including like all the forces were zapped and, and, and Iris was zapped, to me that communicates that I think that they're going to go the direction that she's actually the speed force. Maybe. I, I Why wasn't Barry zapped? Like, why is Nora so protective of Barry? I, why does she need to... But that's the thing, though. It's like last time she couldn't kill Fuerza without Barry's help. And now she's able to do it... That's true. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I guess she, well, she needed, she needed the speed force. She needed, and that's like, like, that's the thing. The lightning that, that he threw. She encapsulated and then threw at Fuerza. She didn't absorb it. Right. She needed to weaponize it. Right. But what I'm saying is, it's like, it was her electricity wrapped around his electricity that killed Fuerza. This time it was just her electricity and it whammied. I'm, I'm saying whammy because I don't think they're dead. It whammied Fuerza. It whammied Psyche and Iris. But not Barry. Hmm. I, I don't was know. It, was it Dion's help think... that, that helped her? She just needed another force period there. And like Dion didn't shoot lightning, but his stopping time helped. I don't I don't know. Well, so if you. All right. So I'm still maintaining that Nora. She may not be Eobard, but I think she's Eobard. I think that I think what she is, is I think that she's the I think she's the negative speed force. That could be true. I think that what was actually birthed, so to speak, from that whole experience was like the negative speed force no longer being just a corruption of the speed force, but actually becoming its own force of nature and maybe trying to fight its way to like, maybe, maybe that's what it's after. Right. Because, you know, if, if the idea is that the sage force, the still force, the strength force, the speed force are all natural forces and maybe the, the negative speed force has come out of this as an, an unnatural force that's still trying to maintain its existence. Uh, maybe that's why it's after all these forces. It's kind of leeching off of them. It's trying to, you know, solidify its standing uh, so that it doesn't just ultimately disappear. Yeah, I could see that. I another thing too that would have been would have been cool is if we had the notion of these forces choosing their champions and recognizing, like, okay, well, like rather than you know, for example, Fuerza being being the strength force, it would have been interesting if, like, you know, Fuerza was was chosen as the champion of the strength force. So it had access to this power, you know what I mean? As opposed to being the embodiment of the power uh, or, or no, even, even being the embodiment of the power in the same way that Barry is the embodiment of the speed. force. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. Yeah. I mean? yeah. Like, like that, that's what I thought. Okay. This chick was chosen. Dion was chosen. Uh, I guess Nora chose that form because the speed force had done before, or it's like a, a ruse to trick Barry. <laughs> right. And, Bashir was chosen and, and they were given this this gift. And, and, and if that was the case, like, yeah, they, they, they couldn't do the whole sibling narrative. But even still, I think they should separate the people from the forces. And like, sure, like if there was like an like a, a sparkling, you know, lightning entity that popped out and said, you are my father, that I'd, I'd be more comfortable with that than like, um, uh, yeah. Um, and, and like, you know, right. so you don't think that Iris is the speed force. Uh, well, I, I, I agree with you though. Like, you know, thinking about it, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Lightning or with her being the lightning rod and the lightning rod is, is to drive lightning safely into the ground. Right. Like that makes sense for her to like, keep him grounded and keep him, uh, you know, focused on the human aspects of being a living God, you know? <laughs> so, right. so for her to be the speed force, she couldn't be both. So like, who's his lightning rod, his kids. That's interesting. Although they they need a lightning rod themselves. I don't know. It just seems weird to me that she was knocked out as well. I mean, it's also possible that she's part of a different, like maybe she's a different force. Like if, if we are actually dealing with multiple forces besides the one that we've seen thus far, maybe she is the journalist force <laughs> or, or the love force. Investigatory journalist force. Yeah. Or the jitters force? I don't know. I'm trying to think. What 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 else force? The truth force. The truth force. Ooh, because she's a journalist. That's pretty good, actually. The truth force. Is there a truth force? Well, she could compel people to tell the truth. That'd, that'd be that'd be helpful. She could use a long rope with a a, a 
with a loop on the end of it. Yeah, that's right. And she could have some bracelets that she could use to protect her because, you know, obviously just getting somebody to tell the truth, you, you need to be able to defend yourself beyond just that. Yeah, you know, and, and maybe she could have like... And an invisible jet to get around. <laughs> and they will call her... Wonder Iris. Wonder... We we are the Wonder Woman. I don't know. I, I got nothing. Uh, no, but she could. She could. I, I mean, I think. I think we we could potentially be seeing more forces than than we realize. If they have leaned so hard into the color scheme thing, if we get in like even just kind of the you know, even the nod to to, to Rainbow Raider to me is just kind of I don't know. There's there's something about this. I yeah, like I, I wish instead of four distinct lightning bolts going out in different directions, it was more like a pulse of multiple colors going out from the top like yeah. that would have that would have you know well and i think what we saw in that episode where barry went back to that night is more akin to what maybe if they could go back and redo it what they would have done what's weird to me is that they had the option <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean like they technically could have given the fact that that episode didn't release until you know essentially this you know this season so there was time to do that and maybe that's an opportunity for us to actually look not at the image of the conclusion of the Mirror Master story and more of the, you know, this is what actually happened. What Barry saw that night is what actually happened. Yeah. All right. Well, it's worth going back and look. Let us know what y'all think. Are there more forces at play? Is Iris a force? Is she the speed force? Is Who is the speed force? And what is actually going on? And do you think maybe that they, they can stick the landing here? I, let us know your thoughts. We, we definitely want to hear them. You can, of course, send them into the show. You can email us, flash at potisteri.com. You can, of course, send in your tweets at Flash TV Talk. You can tweet Bell at Ring That Bell. Uh, you can also hit us up on the Facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk and all that good stuff as well. And, of course, uh, hey, if you are a supporter of uh, Patreon.com slash TV Talk, you can head over to the Discord and, uh, and show your thoughts there as well. We want to give special thanks to Charlie Bach for our amazing outro music. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach is uh, where you can find more of his stuff. We are still rocking and rolling with Flashcraft. Check that out. Uh, speaking of magenta, nobody ever buys my magenta dyes or concretes or concrete powers. We have no fans <laughs> of magenta on Flashcraft. It's unfortunate for me. I make no diamonds there. But anyway, you can find out more about that on the Flash TV Talk YouTube page. More great podcasts at TVTalk.fm. And that is going to do it for us for this week. But don't worry. We'll be back in a flash.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.